RadioInfluence.com. You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody. This is Ian Beckles, and welcome back to In the Trenches because that's where games are won and lost. Now, you Buccaneer fans, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Um, what's weird is the situation that we're in right now is a weird situation. It doesn't matter whether the Bucks win or lose. The Bucks are going to win the South. The Bucks are going to the playoffs. And the last couple of games, to me, it's not about winning or losing the games. It's about what's happening during the game. And you have to applaud the Buccaneers for sweeping the Saints. You have to. I think it's been 15 years since they've swept the Saints. It's a long-ass time, okay? But do you want to applaud them for having to come back at home against a crappy Saints team and and Andy Dalton as a quarterback? Well, I mean, I don't know if we really want to applaud them for that if we think we're a playoff team. And like I said, it's, it's a weird situation where it doesn't matter if the Buccaneers win or lose. This is what happened. This is what's going to happen. The Bucs are going to have a, a home playoff game. Tom Brady's going to have a home playoff game. I, I don't think I have to go back and look at Tom Brady's home playoff games and his record. Now, you can say Tom Brady's not the same player, and I would have to agree with you. He's not the same player. What I see out there is not what I saw even last year. There's a lot of long balls hitting the ground, everybody. A lot of long balls hitting the ground. I don't know what's happening between Mike Evans and uh, uh, Tom Brady, but it's clear that something is happening. I'm not trying to cause a stir anything, but when you when they're replaying and they're showing one side double team, the other side single covered, and Mike Evans has this guy beat, and I, at, towards the end of the game, I was really paying attention. Every time he threw it to Mike Evans, he caught the ball, I believe. The other 80% of the time, I don't even think he was looking at Mike Evans. There was a couple times Mike Evans was wide ass open. And this has been more than once. I think it's a couple games of people that are there. They say Mike Evans is running wide ass open and nobody's getting him the ball. So I don't know what the situation is there. Okay. Our Buccaneers win a football game at home, 17-16. They come back. It's all good. Uh, Brady's a miraculous genius. He brings them back. Uh, He scored 17 points. It's not good enough, everybody. It's good enough to beat the Saints at home with Andy Dalton, but that's not good enough. Uh, we're Buccaneer fans now. That's, this is good enough with Jameis Winston at the quarterback. You applaud that. We, we don't need to applaud that as Buccaneer fans. You're 500. We should be applauding that. Like I said, we all know what's going to happen at the end of this. We know what the situation is. Are we going to be good enough to win a home playoff game? What? And if, and if you're saying, yes, we are, I'm going to say, what are you hanging your hat on? What are you hanging your Buccaneer hat on that they're going to be good enough to win a home playoff game against anybody? Let me say this. NFC ain't that damn good. So they have a chance. They, they really do. And I think not calling those timeouts in Cleveland mess with the Buccaneers a little bit. They're psyche. If you're in the offensive huddle and there's 37 seconds and the clock's ticking and 
and you're not trying to call time out. Everybody in the huddle's talking. What the hell's going on? They don't have no faith in us. They don't love, look, this, sir, this is real. That's what's going to happen. This is bullshit. That's what's going to be said in the huddle. I'm just letting let you know. This is BS. What the hell are we doing out here? He's a defensive coach. That's going to be said in the huddle. So I'm not saying that Todd Bowles has lost the locker room, but sometimes the locker room gets divided, okay? And I, I could see it and feel it a little bit. I could feel it a little bit. I could feel a little tension between Mike Evans and, and, and Tom Brady. I could feel a little bit. There's something that's kind of funky between the running back situation. Don't know what it is. One day one looks good, the other one they looks good, and I, I don't know. Personally, I think Fournette's our best bet. That's me. I think Fournette gives us our best chance. Rashad, to me, at times, tippy-toes too much. If there's sometimes three there, he gets minus one. I know that Fournette's going to give If there's three there, he's going to get me three. And sometimes that's uh, better than the big play. And he's not, you know, you know, Rashad's not really getting those big plays either. Okay, so don't be scared. Don't be shocked if you see more Fournette going forward because Fournette's been there and done that. Okay, uh, Rashad's still a young young football player. Now going into this football game, the question marks were all over the place as far as the interior line goes. Now the Buccaneers going into the game with Donovan Smith uh, as their only returning starter from last year, and to be honest with you, he was playing the worst football of everybody. And I applauded Donovan Smith for what he did the year before and maybe a half of the year before that. He's not playing good football this year. Get eight up. I believe they said yesterday that he was the most penalized offensive lineman or penalized player in the NFL. There ain't no way to... And he had a couple doozies yesterday. The most penalized player in the NFL, there ain't no way around that. Okay, you ain't playing... That's not good football. I'm sorry. And you know what? Josh Wells... You know, applaud the hell out of him because you're going to miss Tristan Wirth and I didn't hear Josh Wells' name that much. That's the indication whether you're playing well or not as an offensive lineman, whether you hear their name, okay? On the other end of the spectrum, JTS, uh, Joe Tryon Shrayanka. Did you hear his name? Did you hear his name at all? I mean, people get mad at me every time I tell you somebody can't play. The kid can't play. He can't play, period, okay? He don't run through nothing. He, he got a sack on a spin. He had another spin yesterday that got close. Other than that, he didn't even know statistics. Carl Nassif makes way more plays than JTS does, okay? Actually, all of our outside linebackers make more plays than JTS does because he don't make no plays, and he's soft while he's doing it. He's running around things, and they're running underneath him. He's a liability. And watch the film when it's crucial times. They take his little narrow ass out right away. So do I want the kid to be good? Yes, I do. Is he good? Nope, he is not. Not right now. So getting to that football game, um, the Buccaneers come out. They get 16-play drive. They get three points. To me, that's a tough way to that's a tough way to end it. Okay, I know Brady doesn't want to walk off that field. The swing pass to Fournette on third down is a questionable call, but I hate to call I hate to question calls. I really do. There's a reason why they called it. There's a reason why the ball came out that quickly and it didn't work. Okay, you got to obviously put take your hats off to the uh, the Saints and their defense for doing a nice uh, make a calling a nice play. 
the thing is, when we get to our red zone now, and our red zone has been abysmal this year, when we get to our red zone, who can we say is our playmaker? Who is our guy? There's a time where it was Julio Jones. There was a time where it was Mike Evans. There was a time where it was Chris Godwin. There was a time where it was Gronkowski. There was a time where it was Mike Allstott. There's always a time where it was somebody. Who is it now? When we get in that red zone, we ain't really scaring nobody with anybody. Nobody. And it looks that way when we get to the red zone. It's always hard to score when we get to the red zone. It's never easy. And I don't know if Byron Leftwich is doing a great job of um, any deception as far as his play calling goes. Okay? So, the question of the call to, to Fournette, I'm questioning a little bit. You know, if you ask me, uh, everybody wants to blame the lack of success on coaching. Fire the coach. Fire the coach. Let me ask you this. Forget about two years ago when the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. How about last year? How many Buccaneer players this year are better than they were last year at that position? Right now, play. Offensively, I can't think of one, one player that's better than they were last year at any position. So, it's not coaching, everybody. It's not coaching. When you don't have a lot of weapons out there, when Scotty Miller's a weapon, you don't have that many weapons. I'm sorry. He caught five balls last year. Too many targets. When Scotty Miller has as many targets as Mike Evans, something is wrong. Something's wrong. And you can say nothing's wrong, but we don't score points. We scored 17 points last yesterday, and that was late, some of them damn points, okay? Just too many missed opportunities deep, and that's on Brady. That's on Brady. That's on timing. That's on a lot of different things. People miss in practice. There's a lot of different things out there. Our special teams don't aren't good. Our special teams are becoming a liability. Field position is huge. Kamara's great, okay? But our return team and our, and, our, and, our, and our coverage teams, it's flipped the field quite often this year. And if you talk about a team that can excel going into the playoffs, would you pick a team that gets so many darn three and outs? The Bucs have... Oh, many three and outs. My Lord. Three and out, three and out, three and out. Defense back on the field. Defense back on the field. Back in the day of those boring days of Tony Dungy, there wasn't no three and outs. It was grind, grind, first down, first down. You might punt it, but you were wearing people down. We ain't wearing nobody out at all, okay? Tom Brady was always that guy. You can't dupe him. You can't. You can't, you can't, we better, you got to disguise this. And Tom Brady's been, he's been duped a couple times this year. That uh, Demario Davis interception, he got duped on that one. Okay, it happens. It happens to the best of them, obviously. Because there's been a couple times this year where Tom Brady got duped, okay? Rashad White, you got to hold on to the damn ball. Although I thought it was a great play by uh, uh, Cameron Jordan, who makes plays every, every damn time I see him, okay? Every time. You know, I thought the pass interference call on Carlton Davis towards the end of that game was kind of bogus. And then we get to the fourth and 10-ish with seven minutes left. We had three points at the time. Was I upset they were punting it? Yes. Was it the right move? Yes. You can be upset all you want, people. When you have three points and if you go for it on fourth and 10, you don't get it, game's over. Game's over. They were still in the game when they punted the game, the punt, the ball. So 
We could be upset about it, but it's the right call. It's the right call, okay? Maybe some other coaches call it differently, and they probably would end up getting a different result. Seriously, they would have probably had a different result. Because you don't make that, you don't. the game is over, right? Keanu uh, Neal had a huge play on that Taysom Hill play up the middle. Taysom Hill catches that ball, game's over. So the Saints had their all their chances to win that damn game yesterday. Donovan Smith should take Rashad out for dinner because Donovan Smith stop with the wide hands holding. People are watching for you. you. When you're the most penalized guy, you don't get the benefit of doubt anymore. Your hands are too damn wide, young man. The most penalized guy, that holding to take back that one touchdown, boy, that would have been something that would hurt for a long, long time if they couldn't figure out a way to get that done. And listen, when you give Tom Brady four downs to go down the field, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Uh, go back and look at that percentage-wise when he has four downs to go down the field. How are you going to stop him? Good luck with that, okay? So the Buccaneers figure out a way to get it done. Been 15 years since they've uh, swept the Saints. Now they have a short week. They had to take a trip to San Francisco, which a lot of people think is unfair, but nobody gives a rat's ass. And we're, we won a football game. But when you go watch it on TV or you're at the game watching, it almost seems like it's a bad concert that we keep on going to. Offensively, that ain't pretty, everybody. Defensively, we're pretty darn good. Offensively, it's just not. That ain't something I think is going to make a lot of noise in the playoffs, period. Okay? That being said, Tom Brady at home in the playoffs is a safe freaking bet. Believe that. So moving forward, we'll see. Bucks are going to win the South. Bucks are going to get a home game. But what are they going to do between now and then to prove to themselves that that they're they're worthy of that playoff game? Because you you go into that son of a gun eight and nine, you ain't gonna expectations ain't gonna be that damn high. They can't be. So between now and the end of the season, they got to establish some things for themselves. If anybody wants to hit me up, it's Ian Beckles at RadioInfluence.com. Please make sure you listen to the other podcasts as well. And uh, this is my way of getting across to you guys. Uh, I'm going to start maybe doing this twice a week. So um, we're going to be doing one after the game. Hopefully a bunch of victory Mondays. Uh, but we'll probably start doing them on Fridays as well because uh, I got a lot more to get off my chest. So everybody have a wonderful week and please be safe. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.